Hi, welcome everyone. Welcome to Perspectives of Change. I'm Sadika Karbanda, your host for this show today. And we have a very special guest with us. And as again, before we introduce our guest and the topic, we will introduce to you what is Perspectives of Change. So Perspectives of Change is really dedicated to exploring how do we nudge change forward by understanding and valuing multiple perspectives because our perspective as a change agent is just one of the many perspectives. So with that, let's get on to understanding what different perspectives our amazing guest Joanne Stone today has to bring today on a fantastic topic. So hey, Joanne, welcome. Hey, thank you. You know, I, I just... Uh... I just saw my heater was still on and it was getting me hot. <laughs> so I wanted to turn it off before you started seeing me sweat and cry. <laughs> okay. Oh, we thank you Sorry, I didn't hear that. I was that. just saying, we don't want that to happen on both sides. So no, take it easy. <laughs> no. <laughs> so where are you dialing in from, Joanne? I'm dialing in from Toronto, actually just outside of Toronto in a place called uh, Brooklyn, um, which is just east of Toronto. It's not Brooklyn, New York, <laughs> but it's Brooklyn, uh, Toronto. It's a beautiful little uh, little place here. So it's lovely and cold and very cold as my friend from Montreal, Mona, <laughs> knows. So yeah, lots of snow. It's just great. Mm -hmm. I understand you love snow. so. I'm sure it's getting better. Hopefully lots of skiing happening as I heard you and I chat about it just a minute ago. So cool. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So welcome everyone. Uh, welcome to all our listeners and our new listeners today for the show. And with that, Joanne, I'm just going to introduce our amazing topic for today, which is wicked agility. And <laughs> before I think I even put the topic out there, how about we do a little bit of disruption as you and I just spoke about it and we didn't plan this but we said you know let's flip the way we run this show so we're gonna probably put the question out there to all of you first before we open the floor to questions after 20 minutes but let's start by opening the floor already what do you believe you've come here to grab out of this session which we call as wicked agility we're just curious maybe you have a burning question out there that you are hoping to get answered today or, you know, some such. What is it? Um, feel free to unmute yourself and just put the question out there or just type it out in the Zoom chat and I'll read it out loud, no problem. But just give it a thought. And Joanne and I are really, really, really curious to know. Okay. Ah, I like that. Veda says, Oh, oh, oh I like that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, Joanne, I think you're getting started on this one for sure. <laughs> how do you how do you want me to go about this? <laughs> I think it's gonna do you want to wait for everyone or, or <laughs> no. You just hold on to hear everybody's perspective and then we'll yeah. go. Okay, how to support my organization now in their big change. Okay, mm -hmm. how to balance well-being with getting things done. Awesome, Irma. Mm -hmm. And okay, I'm hoping I'm pronouncing everybody's names correctly. If not, forgive me, it's not intentional. Just correct me. Feel free to do that. <laughs> Thanks, Irma. All right, anyone else you would like to share? 
Okay, Lucy says, how to make everyone else jealous of how awesome the change team are. <laughs> I love these guys. It's awesome. <laughs> really cool questions. All right, Mona says, how to convince track change to change for more modern ways of change? Ah. How What's an AC? I was going to say, how is an AC? What's AC? To support agile coach. Okay. Oh. Oh, great. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> I think if it was EAC, I would have jumped on it and said enterprise agile coach, but AC. Okay. Oh, my bad. How has an agile coach to support the big change laterally? Okay. Cool. How to convince others that massive change is a positive thing? Oh, that's yeah. an interesting one, Nicholas. Okay. Yeah, nice, 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 nice. I love it. There's the compassion I love. Beautiful. All right, Joanne. I think you're good to start now. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I like this story. Uh, well, this is interesting, right? Because now it's really totally flipped me around where you flip the baby and you flipped me too, which is just perfect. Um, let me just start off with just, just uh, trying to explain what Wicked Agility is. Can I kind of go into that particular space? I think that's, or I can give a background of me. I don't know what, what, where we want to start with. Now, um, I, in fact, that's a good one. I didn't even introduce you. Oh my God. How, how rude is that? Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's the tear. It's coming Looking from the, the one excitement <laughs> And the theory mix, right? Okay. So Kickers, uh, I'm going to start with your introduction, Joanne, and then I'm going to throw the questions back at you uh, in a, in a nice way, of course. Um, so I know Joanne to be uh, the founder of Agile Mentorship Toronto program, and she's mentored over 500 Agilists. And I'd love for her to talk about her program, you know, while we talk about the session, because it's all around wicked agility and stuff like that. So we're going to wrap up the session. And of course, if you want to know more about the program, I'd love for you to inquire one on one also with her. So we'll get to that at some point in our talk today. Uh, Joanne uh, also creates teams of deeply connected individuals who really love to come to work each day and truly belong uh, to a team that makes a difference. I know her as a passionate leader who creates a safe environment. And I think as all of you can listen and hear her today, she is definitely one of those uh, leaders in her space who creates those psychologically safe environments for teams that she works with. Uh, I'd love for you, Joanne, to add more to this introduction. This is just a starter for your introduction. So jump in. Yeah, I, I guess this is this is probably where I'll start off with is um, other than I'm a proud mother of four girls and a dog named Link, <laughs> who's a Samoid um, and uh, just a beautiful animal. I'll call him a gentle giant. Um, but I'll add into it my beliefs. So just to kind of share with you guys what my some of my, my core beliefs are. So I have four very core beliefs. The very first one, which is really aligned with with what with the values that I love people a lot, right? So the one thing that I I really uh, do believe is that everybody has a purpose, a purpose of being, why they're here. Um, and it, it's not necessarily a life purpose, but at this moment, 
you probably are, are very much um, working in the places that matter to you or you're doing things that matter to you. And when we start doing things that matter to us, we get really engaged, really energized. And this is where our passion comes from. So we're, what, I tr- what I would like to be able to do is, is, is work with people so that they're doing things that really matter to them. Right. The second thing that um, I really believe in is the power of teams. So if we have a bunch of agilists which are here, you know, I love to harness the power of teams and the power of teams is what we need to harness now more than ever. Right. Um, Our communities are, you know, the big problems and the big problems of change that we're having right now requires us to stand up, be out there and start helping to 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 start tackling some of these huge problems which are out there. My third one is around, I really truly believe that we all have a freedom of choice and that we can choose whether or not we want to be here or not, right? Or we can choose whatever we want to choose. And that allows us to be creative in whatever way that we want. So we have the freedom of choice. And the fourth and final one is I like to laugh every day and I like to have fun because I think that's just, this is something that, you know, we need to be able to do a lot as well. There's so many things which are happening, which aren't so great. And we need to kind of bring that energy back all the time. So those are my beliefs. So, and you start getting into like my background, sure, I've got, I'm an IT, I have an IT background developer, done a bunch of transformations, you know, worked in a lot of different organizations, um, worked with Jason Little, actually, he was my, he was the very first person that I started to engage with and, um, and his lean change management practices about uh, 10 years ago. It was just wonderful, right? I have his book here. I love it. I keep opening up all the time. Uh, amazing, right? Um, so, and, and so, uh, and so lately I've been a business agility transformation coach, a leadership coach, um, and I have coactive uh, coaching backgrounds. So I'm a certified coach as well. Um, and, now you get into, well, what the heck is <laughs> wicked agility? <laughs> and so, um, just and I wanted to, add, just yeah, go ahead, Joanne. So I think hearing the first two core beliefs and values, I think you talked about passion yeah. and then you talk, you know, so I think we hear two books coming up there. One is on passion. The other is going to be on teams. So I'm really looking forward to those two books coming out from Joanne Stone. And this is probably where we're going to, you know, link back and say, hey, Joanne, you announced it already during our show today, and now you just have to write them out there. But great. Now let's get into Wicked Agility. That's the third book that you're going to come up with. So we'll start with that. That's the third book. <laughs> Maybe to tie everything together. <laughs> and I think it's, it's oh, I... the way you stitch this all up with teams. And it's, it's yeah. uh, one burning question, I think, uh, which I see as a common thread also from what people have already asked us here. So maybe you yeah. want to start with why wicked, first of all, and, <laughs> you know, what is wicked? Because wicked, you and I both know, is negative wicked, wicked. But what wicked? Yeah. So start with the why. And yeah, the why. yeah, I love it. Um, so uh, wicked um, has two connotations, and you're right. So, and when I was talking to uh, a friend of mine in Germany the other day, she, she was going, well, what the, you know, wicked is, is evil, right? Or wicked is bad. And then if you're from Boston or the U.S., it's like wicked is just totally awesome, right? So there's the one or the other, right? So wicked um, contains two things to me, the good and the bad, 
right? So the wicked aspect of the good, and I love the stuff that's in here, like badass, like how can we be a badass? Agile, how can we be a badass leader, right? So I want to be able to kind of like go just, I don't want the ordinary, ordinary is not good enough. I need to get to the extraordinary, right? I want to, I want people to be like these great, I'll call them wicked leaders or wicked agilists. So for me, that's where there's passion, there's purpose, right? There's focus, there's energies, there's feeling alive, right? There is engagement in um, uh, healthy conflict, or I love conflict, by the way, Sarika. (laughs) So uh, I do a bunch of things on conflict, but in conflict, there's energy in that. There's tons of energy. And and there's some really good things that are underneath conflict. And, And that's what we need to be able to bring all of us in, right? Like when we're talking about some of the teams that that I'm dealing with, I like to harness all that energy, even the energy that comes out of conflict, because there's passion that's within this and a lot of great wisdom that's there. So there's this wick there. So there's the wicked, right? It's just, I want, I want to create just, I want to create this amazing engagement, what we really need to have right now, right? And we need right now more so to pull us out of where we are in, in COVID. So the wicked bad, is actually, it stems from the wicked problems that we're, we're having. So if you guys are, I'm not sure how many people are familiar with a wicked problem. Do you know, Strico, like what a wicked problem is, or some of you may I, or may not. Yeah, I think it'll be still good yeah. just for the sake of everybody on the same plane. Just yeah. give a short introduction. That'll be great. Yeah. So a wicked problem is, is something that's really extremely gnarly, right? It's complex. And um, if you guys are familiar with, I guess, Kenefin's framework, it's like, it's a very difficult um, uh, problem that's out there. And, but what it is, is it, it can have multiple symptoms, multiple solutions. It requires a diverse team. So it's not a bunch of engineers, you know, it's a a diverse teams from variety of different backgrounds to actually engage and solve that particular problem. Wicked problems can last lifetimes, right? And and, um, we may not be able to actually solve that. So COVID is a prime example of a wicked problem, right? Where we've had to harness the power of many teams across the world in order to do that. Um, Climate change is another big wicked problem that we have right now. Um, And poverty is another uh, large problem. And there's a, uh, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of wicked issues which are out out there. And I would say that we, as um, if uh, there's a lot of people that here are agilists, right? We go in and we work on some of those gnarly problems, like big or small, we realize that we need to chip away at those problems. And that's what when you're when you are a, a wicked leader or when you're or when you're working with these particular problems that are very gnarly, you have to chip away at them. You don't know what's going to happen. You have a vision as to what you want to be able to do, but you need to chip away at it and you need to use the power of teams in order to engage and solve in it. And so one of the wicked leaders that I really like is this guy named Jose Andres. And if you guys have, have never heard of him before, Mr. Rika, you've heard of him. He's just amazing. He's, he's like a, a five-star Michelin chef yeah. and he goes in and uh, yeah, you, you heard of this. Oh, he's just, oh my God. Like he probably knows nothing about agile at all, but he, he just, he just, he oozes it. <laughs> totally. Right. Yeah. He oozes that leadership capability of just getting there and, 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 you know, going in and helping, helping uh, disaster situations and feeding the hungry. 
right? And coming in there with no plan, absolutely zero plan, coming in and just going, okay, you know what, this is what my goal is to feed the island, I'm going to feed the island. And so he goes in there and he, he starts gathering people and he creates the momentum and he starts teaching and, and then eventually, you know, he feeds this entire uh, island, right? Very cool. So I would really suggest looking at him. Anyways, I'm getting super excited. Sorry. <laughs> but that's that. So that's wicked problems, right? So wicked problems are these gnarly problems which are out there that I know that us as agilists or people in the, when I say agilists, it's lean, it, you know, a lot of stuff which you guys are doing. I'm not trying to exclude this. And this is why I like the word agility is because it's bringing in all the different toolkits that we have in our backpack and bringing it out there so that we can work at, on these gnarly problems, either in our organizations or where I would really love us to do is work in our, in our communities so we can chip away at the larger problems of this world, right? One community at a time. That's what, that's what it is. So. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a great start. And I love the way that, you know, you're feeding off the bases from wicked problems. And we, we see where the whole wicked piece comes from, the good, bad, ugly, all of it. And it's mostly good, yeah. of course. It's just how we want to perceive it. Um, right. Which brings me, I think, to the next question. I know you, you said now we're talking about these in our organizations as wicked agility. And, you know, is there a way that you would say, can we tame these problems? Can we tame these wicked problems in our organization? I'm just curious. Maybe <laughs> taming is a big word, but yeah. How do you deal with them? Or even before that, maybe you want to share your version of wicked with everybody here. I heard your version of wicked. Oh, my! what wicked stands for? Yes. Oh yeah, I know, and I'd love to. I'd love to be able to share that. Um, it's interesting when you say tame. Um, I, I don't like to. It's, it's the thing that comes up to me is like taming a lion, and I don't want to tame the lion, right? I I I, I want to harness the power of the lion. <laughs> Perfect. No, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So so yeah. let me rephrase or reframe the question to: How would you harness the power of problems in organizations or opportunities in the organizations? Yeah. And, and so, and this is where I, I, I want to bring about the, that. So I'll bring in the, I'll bring in, bring in the acronym wicked, right? So just the, the, this is, this is my approach. This is what I truly believe in, in terms of when we're looking at these gnarly problems that we have to be as leaders of change or leaders in our organizations that we're trying to um, make these change, the change happen. Right. Um, or we're trying to um, uh, chip away at that specific problem. So if you have a, a pen uh, or, or paper, you can write this down. So um, it's the, the acronym is wicked and it starts with a W. Um, so W is your, your, why so why are we doing this change so we're not just doing agile like we know this is a basic thing you know we're not doing agile or lean just for the sake of it we're doing it because it's supposed to help help us excuse me <coughs> now i'm getting a cough now we're doing it because it's supposed to help a certain reason right but I, I'm going to go a little bit further. Understanding the why really ties into what matters to us. Like at the beginning, I was talking about matter, right? What really matters to me as a leader? Why does it matter to me, right? What's so important? The more that we, 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 we know the why and we know and we understand why, why it matters, the more that we're engaged in it. Right. So understanding the why and then we're able to understand what other people's whys are of, as a team. 
right? Um, and, and that will all help us inspire. And I is actually stands for inspire. Okay. So um, the I aspect of inspiration, inspiration is not just about telling a story, right? Inspiration, that's wonderful. But if I'm supposed to inspire a team of people that I'm working with to go chip away at something that's gnarly, I need to understand them. I need to be able to um, listen to them and, and when I and, and deeply listen to them, right? So I need to understand what makes them tick. I need to understand, you know, what, what keeps them up at night, right? So I need to understand <clears throat> how that particular individual can contribute to this problem that we're actually going towards and see how it fit, they fit in the picture and how the team fits in this picture. So you have to be able to inspire. There's something else with inspiration. When I'm doing an inspiration, there has to be an urgency to it as well, right? We know that great. We have a great vision, and we we're, we know the why, and um, we know we 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 know our team. But there's got to be a reason, you know. There's got to be a set of urgency to kind of move this forward. So as part of inspiration, there is you know also urgency. Can we set some urgency to what we need to do for this particular uh, change that we're having? So and then there's C. C is a catalyst. To be a catalyst of change, to be a catalyst for this vision or this why, that thing that matters to you. I'm right now trying to be a catalyst for wicked agility, right? Being able to share this with other people so that I can put some sort of chain reaction in place. But a catalyst also knows the system that you're in. So it requires like the systems thinking type of, you know, we need know that team sits within an organization that sits within a community that sits within, you know, a country, right? So, or sits within many uh, uh, different departments, whatever that is in terms of how big your organization is. So you need to understand how this actually fits in there. So that's the, that's the catalyst. Um, K is knowledge. So there's two aspects of knowledge for me. Me as a leader, I need to have knowledge as to what is the steps that we need to take. What's the first step or what's the second step, right, that needs to be there. Um, so you need to have a, 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 a thought as to where you need to go next. Um, but you may not have it all laid out, right, because we don't know. We just know the first and the second, like Jose. Um, and then it's also knowledge about teams and what creates great teams, right? So we need to have a knowledge as to how to grow teams, right? Um, and then um, E is for empowerment or engagement. So uh, being able to create a team where they are, feel empowered or engaged, right? So know how to be able to um, allow them to make the decisions and know when they should and shouldn't, right? It's not about, here you go, here's a new team, here you make all the decisions, <clears throat> they may not have the ability or the knowledge to do that yet, right? So we have to figure it out. We have to sense and adapt as to whether or not, you know, they can start doing some of those things and when is the appropriate time for them to start doing it, right? So that's E and then D is doing. <laughs> we can only learn by doing or delivery, right? So, and that's the only way that we're going to improve ourselves as well is by actually doing some of the stuff. So that's what Wicked is. Um, and, um, and what, what I want to be able to do is be able to kind of bring in, um, more of wicked into our organizations, right? Like, how can I bring that into more of the, the, uh, of, uh, more into, uh, a lot of the leaders that we have or agilists in these specific areas, right? Because I don't want ordinary. I want extraordinary, right? I want to be wicked <laughs> and I love badass. I love to be badass, right? <laughs> Um, but that's what I, that's where I want to start to, I want us to all start moving towards.
Right. I love the fact that you said, Joanne, uh, you know, why be ordinary? Because that's not good enough today. Do you want to? No. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little more about that? Why is it not good enough? I, I get it. It's not good enough because, you know, the nature of the situation demands much more than that. And which is why you're talking about wicked leaders and how do we create those leaders. So why is that not good enough? And how can we enable our leaders to, you know, be wicked? I think it becomes status quo, right? So ordinary is just like the status quo. It feels like, yeah, that's, that's, that's just, it, it, it feels like complacency to me, right? <clears throat> Where extraordinary comes is when we start to ignite people and we start to look at what matters to them, right? When it starts to look at how we connect everyone together. So, you know, when we start being able to be connected to what really matters, we become more impactful. If, and, and so when you have a whole team that's like that, you're amplifying that hugely, right? So it, it's really all about amplifying that impact. And, and that's what extraordinary does. And we don't do that, right? And I know that's not, I mean, I'm, here I am, I'm, I'm thinking of, here's this beautiful world, right? But it's like, even if we can get like two or three people on our team doing that, right? That's awesome. So we need to, we need to really like now more than ever, how we start creating that, um, that feeling of aliveness, that feeling of belonging, that feeling of, of doing something that matters is we need to understand and we need to know what our, our matter is too, by the way. Um, but it's like, we need, we need to start harnessing that more. And that's where it becomes extraordinary because we don't do that today. Not enough. We do it in some places, but not enough. Right. So, yeah, that's what comes up for me. Which brings me to Irma's question. How do you balance all of this, you know, with well-being and get things done? So D for done. Yes, we need to be doing things and delivering. But how do you balance all of this with well-being? Yeah, so so I love that because that that is really, I think, um, when we we start getting into empowerment um, or engagement of our individuals, we, I think that's, that's the dance we play. Like in, even within uh, COVID, for example, um, we need to be aware of, and this is that maybe the catalyst of a uh, catalytic leader, right? Mm -hmm. um, we need to be aware of the environment that we're actually in and we're working in. So um, COVID is like mental health issues, a lot of mental health issues, which have, have kind of stemmed over this last um, couple of years for a variety of different reasons, but we need to be aware of that. And the, and the way that uh, we can be aware of that is, is, um, is understanding, you know, uh, you know, the individuals that we're working with, getting to know them a little bit better, um, understanding um, what it is that they need in terms of support at this point in time. So um, I think we need to be in connection and, and like, this is where my deep connections start to come in. We need to be able to be with the people and understand where they're at. Um, and look at when I say harnessing the power of the team, you know, there it's, it's, we can't do it at all costs. Right. Um, I think the way that we can harness it is, is by listening to others, understanding where they're coming from and um, you know, and, and bringing in um, whatever that challenges that they have into 
into the environment that you're in, not pushing it off to the side because we want the whole person there, not a, por- a portion of them. We want all of them there. So I think as a leader, we need to be able to do that more. Um, but then, then the biggest challenge we have is we still have to do these things. Right. I still need to get that projects done. I still need to do uh, whatever else. And this is why we need more of a team related thing. We need to figure out as a group, as a team, how can we still do this thing while we are we are having this um, uh, wellness type issues. Right. Um, but, you know, it's like, how, how can we kind of balance that as a group, as a team to do that? You have to be aware of both. You can't push either out. Right. Like that's a tension. We need to have both of them there. I love that. Um, and- say that so it's a dance it's a dance that you need to do and you know bring that balance out beautiful yeah yeah you know it's it's not about being balanced it's nothing about being balanced it's all about how we balance yes right yeah it's about reflecting on am i you know am i going to over this side or doing going over that side how do i continually to keep improving the way i balance you know so it, it's just, it's, yeah, that's what comes up for me. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just jumping into another question that I see that might just get related to this. And that's probably what we'd ask. So how can an agile coach really support um, not just the big change that she's mentioning, but maybe all of this? Yeah. So, uh, and of course, so if Veda, you would like to add more to it. Please, please do so. I guess my question was very generic um, coming into the round, not knowing yet, but now I do know what the wicked stuff stands for. So I guess the, the, the question is still so big. Well, I know it's pretty unscoped, but um, feel free to answer it however you want. I probably could answer it for myself as well, just based on what you've said. Um. Yeah, like uh, for me, I, I feel that um, Agilist, for example, and I just I love the community. I, I think that we have a lot of the tools to be able to uh, go into our local communities, for example, um, and into our organizations to actually chip away at some of the problems which are there. Um, we have a, a modern day of, of, of working that someone um, from PR was actually when I was talking to someone from a public relations uh, perspective, she goes, man, if you can take some of this stuff that you were doing and bringing it into our local communities, we can make a big difference. Um, so, and I, and I think because we can pivot, we can pivot in the moment. We're not stuck with a certain, um, uh, a certain um, uh, solution, right? Um, and so, and, and, and maybe perhaps the, the, the thing is when I, when I start thinking of agile coaches, Vita, like there's, there's, there's some, and it, I don't want to, you know, I, <laughs> there's, yeah, there's that whole range, right? Just right? So there's the yeah, there's, oh, there's the, um, hi. did you ask a question? Go ahead. Was it deep? No. Okay. Yeah, so where, where I see there's some which just like the practice, right? But they don't understand actually the being aspect, right? They know the doing. They know that this is what, you know, essentially I need to do, but they, they don't. Um, so they uh, don't have the, the coaching aspect. They don't know necessarily how to hold space or to be able to create a safe space for people to be in. Um, 
And so it, I think it's just part of their journey of where they're at, right? Um, so when I think of agile coaches um, that um, I, I know of and, and that I I, I know that I can share a lot of what I have with others, by the way, in terms of, 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 of creating the, that where I would, I want the badass agile coaches in my space. <laughs> so come my way. <laughs> um, but I know that they can actually step into the community and do a lot of things, which will make a difference. Right. Um, and so, um, but I think there's also this other aspect too, that we can also learn from them. So it's not just us being in there and pushing stuff to them. For example, we can come in there. We can also stand back and go, oh, my gosh, these guys are doing some amazing things because they're in the front line and they've been dealing with this for a long time. And can we imagine the stuff that they, they do in communities, right, that we could take what they have and actually help our, our organizations and create more urgency, Right. Because we know what, what's making a difference because what's happening in their front lines matters a huge amount to them, right? So um, anyways, that, that's what comes up comes up for me for that. Again, I think I, ah, I'm so super excited about this. So thank you, Via, for the question. I do have questions of myself, but I'm going to pause, wait if anybody else would like to just unmute themselves, ask a question to Joanne, just go right ahead. I'll feel free to put it out in the chat too. And otherwise, of course, I've got many more. Ramona? <laughs> I, have I haven't totally constructed the question, but please bear with me. Sure. Um, my last role was, uh, they put a title of a change manager, but I actually did lean change management. So... They were expecting me to have the traditional big, give me the plans, give me the full years. We have to execute the squads that are being formed. Give us a checklist. We want to follow where they are, the maturity. And it was constantly trying to explain to the directors and the teams. It's like, yeah. I'm going to give you a plan. I'm giving it just for the trimester. I'm going to actually, you know, get surveys from the people. It's just, I find so hard to convince people to do things differently because right yeah. now things are going so fast everybody's just executing and no one's taking that time to pause and actually just saying what are we doing are we doing the right thing should we come review what we're doing and I've have friends that are agile coaches that some after a year kind of left their position because they told me we're a team of 30 coaches and they're coming in with a change plan, like bang, here's this line and follow it and execute it. And they're not even allowed to ask like for my team, why are we doing that? And they just want people to execute. I think people are in such a turmoil. They drastically are clinging to some kind of plan that we know in our brain reassures us but means nothing so I wanted to know like you know I've put in a lot of energy and like you know I consider myself as being wicked but yeah. it's just you know when you're not in the right culture you don't yeah. have that spark of opening and during COVID also where people are just like spinning yeah. how can you you know keep that spark alive and yeah yeah. I, 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 there's so many things during what you're saying that I, I totally relate to it. Um, 
So is the question more about how do you keep the spark alive? Because there's so many other things that you're talking about where I'm going, oh my God. Oh, I know. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I told you, I was like, I was trying to like concise the question, but I know it's it's many topics in one. Whatever, whatever feels the you sparks you the most. Um, okay. Yeah. So there's 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 of course like I've been part of those transformations where it's like you must do this thing, right? Um and you're right. Like it, it, it comes from a place of, of, you know, it comes from that leader who's leading it and, and how they like, and they're so familiar with, and they, 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 it's, it's part of, it's almost part of their DNA type of thing. Um, and sometimes what we need to do is just make sure we understand that correctly. Like, you know, understand, uh, you know, what keeps them up at night, um, understand like, well, this really looks great. You know, at the end, what does it look like for you? Right. Um, so sometimes we need to kind of like be, I think we need to work with some of those leaders to kind of understand their vision, understand what matters to them. Um, and I think that's really important because, you know, they're leading the trans, it's a, it's a huge, um, it's a huge undertaking for them. Right. And there's something in there for them. So let's be compassionate to why they're doing this and get a better understanding. Right. And then, and then through that, once you kind of like start to build up more trust with them, because you can have. Uh, lots of inf- lots of lots of hopefully lots of chats with them, but um, if you can start building up more trust, then you can start you know hopefully kind of like maybe implementing inferring change other changes that you want to make over time. Um, but that takes a bit of time to actually do right, and it t- it, t- it requires a great connection with them. Um, and so um, that's that's just, just I just want to kind of put it out there as to as to that. But then as a, as someone who's in this in this particular change, um, it becomes um, something that you have to figure out what matters to you. <laughs> and remember, I said you have a freedom to choose. Right. Um, and so what I, I tend to do and, and, and I know that there is like within um, uh, COVID right now, um, you know, some people are afraid to leave or anything like that because they're unsure what's on the other side. There's all these other things which are which are going on. So we all always have to balance those things out. Um, but for me, I, I look at sometimes those opportunities and I go, okay, great. If I really want to be this badass person, um, how can I within the within the uh, area that I'm in try out some of the things that I can? How can I influence? How can I how can I try make an impact just to the area that I am I am in specifically, right? And uh, and that gives you an ability to hone and 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 hone your own skills. Right. So I I would definitely kind of look at trying to figure out, you know, how I can test this thing out or how I can test this thing out and so forth. So so recently, for example, um, I was asked, um, like, I'm a transformation coach. I coach teams. I coach leaders. I love being with teams. Um, But this particular group that I'm with, they wanted me to be uh, uh, part of the communications team. They wanted me to lead it up. Right. I'm going communications. <laughs> That's not necessarily my forte, but I know it's really, really important. Right. So I brought into that space, you know, what does a great team look like? How do we work together? How do we, and, and, you know, it's just been so wonderful because I've been open to actually learning from some communication experts as to how to actually communicate things. Right. So it's just, you know, I think that sometimes we have to be open to, to those things as well. Um, but then again, you know, if your heart, if you want to get into something else and this isn't really your cup of tea, leave, right? We, we don't need to stay in there where we can't make an impact, right? It's just, it's, if we can't influence that impact, you know, we can leave. Um, 
but here's something else that just reminds me of, I've been in organizations where they kind of like, here's the coaches, we got it, we're going to put you off to the side for a little bit, right? Because, you know, we got it, you can just stay over there. I'm like, okay, right. Um, but I've often kind of gone to them, okay, listen, right? if you, I mean, I can stand over here, and you can pay for me, that's great. But you're missing out in all the skills that I have. Right. So here's all the things that I can offer you. Right. And so take it or don't take it. Right. And so I, I'm not afraid to kind of actually saying that as well, um, especially if you have all these amazing things that you can do. Or I have a new idea of doing this. I know, you know, if we, we can use this lean change management canvas. Let me show you. It's absolutely amazing. Right. Um, so there's so many cool things in lean change management, by the way. <laughs> I love it. Does that answer your question? I mean, I just kind of like, there's a few things over there that was, yeah. Yes, thank you. You're welcome. And Sarika, just rein me in anytime if I'm going on for too long, because like, no, this is, <laughs> is good. In fact, um, I think I've been holding off that one question. I do want you to, because you've talked a lot about teams, you talked about conflict, and I cannot not ask you this question about what does healthy conflict look like? now for you in this context because that's a need and a must-have right you want that yeah. how do you how do you what's your perspective around that and just share a couple of nuggets with us around that in terms of the wicked context yeah so um so when i think of uh wicked i i, I want to bring uh, you know our whole self into any of the conversations that we have so even if it's not, you know, um, it, it, even if it's something that's really disturbing us type of thing. Um, so when um, I think about conflict, um, when I work with my teams, I'm always like mentioning to them at the very beginning and letting them know, okay, great, you know, this is what's potentially going to happen. And when it does, we're going to hold a conversation and we're going to figure that out. So um, for me, when I start getting into conflict, there's just that healthy conflict is by letting and just naming that there's some tension that's here, you know, there's potential tension that's going to come up between, for example, the product owner and the team, there's tension in the organization and this and it's like, and it's all okay, right? It's okay that, you know, the product folks are going to ask for this, and they're going to push for that. That's their job. And, you know, it's all okay that we're going to come back and say we can't do it. That's our job, right? I want you to stand up for what's important for you, right? But I think together, we just need to be able to listen to each other and understand each other's needs and then try and figure out, you know, what's underneath there so that we can move forward, right, as a group, as a team. And so, um, you know, healthy tension to me is about bringing in, you know, all of yourselves, even even there might be and, and Mona, you're you're perfect. I, when you started to talk like you have an inclination, you're not really quite sure what it is. I, let me just talk. Right. So it's like when people have I, something's bothering me, I don't know what's going on. You know, I need to talk it out. OK, great. Talk it out. Let's let's get that going. Right. And so. Like I want everyone to, to express their feelings. I want them to express what's going on so that we can talk about what's here in the moment right now, right? So I'm always watching as a leader and I'm always asking others to watch too, each other, just to, to see where we're all at, to get that sense um, and, and call it. I, I call it out all the time, right? As much as possible. I, I'm like, I call out the elephants. People don't like that sometimes. <laughs> Um, but I try, I try to do it in a compassionate way. That's for sure. Yeah. Awesome. No, that's a very 
beautiful nugget around that. So thank you so much for that. Uh, given the context of time, uh, I'm going to jump yeah. right because I don't want us to be missing on your programs around Wicked. So tell us something, Joanne, around that, uh, a little bit about your programs and, you know, where can we reach you if we'd like to know more or, you know, sign up and what does your program really entail? A lot of questions, but you know what you need to get there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so I am actually offering a, um, a five-week course on uh, Wicked Agility, and we're going to go a little bit further into those five acronyms. Um, so I can provide, you know, how, how can we create these great environments for teams as a leader? How can we inspire, like, you know, bring in some more of those agility toolkits that I have um, and um, my experience and learning and I want to share it with a bunch of people. So uh, um, so that's one thing that's coming up and it's it's going to be either late March or early April when that thing starts. Um, so five weeks, two hours uh, per week, basically, is what that is. Um, and um, I also offer, um, so you had mentioned at the very beginning, my mentorship program. And so... <clears throat> And this is one of the things where I like to close gaps is what I say. I like to bring people together. I like to do this connection. I love community, right? I love team. Um, and so uh, the mentorship program was actually formed because there was a gap that was out there in terms of brand new people who were brand new certified people or people who weren't connected with other people in their particular space. Um, and so um, what happened is um, I brought people into this particular program and um, it's like they, it runs in the spring and the fall. Um, this time around, we're starting it a little bit later um, in April. We usually start it in January. Um, but it allows for people to come together as a team. So it's not like one-on-one -on -one mentoring everybody. So it's, it's more or less, um, you know, I have like 10 or so mentors that come in and they co-facilitate. I love co-doing things. So um, I have two front of the room leaders, back room leaders. So they're in there co-facilitating and mentoring these sessions as well. So it's, it's something that lasts for um, about uh, six weeks. Um, and uh, um, uh, yeah, six, six, no, three months, sorry, it's three months, six weeks, uh, six sessions is what it is. So, so that's something else that um, you can uh, also um, ask me about and I can help you if you're interested in anything like that as well. Thank you for putting that in. Um, and then I also am doing some Wicked Agility interviews and other things where I'm, I'm doing something similar to what you're doing. So I'm getting the, the knowledge for, for my book that you talked about earlier on <laughs> and trying to connect people together. And there's a lot of other activities that I'm doing, but I'm not going to mention all that right now, but that's, that's the space that I'm in. So I can put my link in here um in terms of uh yeah the link for my um it's the link for my contact list so if you are inter interested it's, it's about get wicked <laughs> if you're interested in anything else that i'm doing um or you want to be part of uh the community um around um wicked agility just pop me a note saying what you're interested in um or this course that i was offering and then i'll get back to you so um, Sarika, thank you so much. I mean, it's been like the time flew like crazy. Um, so thank, you. <laughs> thank you for flipping the baby around too. I was like, oh. <laughs> and, and for our listeners, I just want to highlight that so Joanne has put a link here that will also be put, uh, you know, along with our podcast when it comes out. So you are not going to miss anything. So just look at our podcast notes and you will find the link from Joanne also there. So, but thank you, Joanne. I know this was 
still a short time. I still have at least five questions, which might lead to 50 others. I don't know. But (laughs) maybe we invite you again for yet another, uh, you know, conversation with us. And if any of you still have questions for Joanne, we'd love for you to connect with her on LinkedIn. Also, you're welcome to write to us, write to me at sadakakarbanda.com. You're welcome to do that. And thank you again, Joanne, uh, for being at our show today and for the lovely nuggets you've left us with. Thank you. I really appreciate it.